0: It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with Licensed Nutritionist Darlene Cavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the moment last. Well, welcome to
1: Dishing Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Cavist, Licensed Nutritionist. And I thank you for listening today. And for telling your family and friends about Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, I am so amazed at how many listeners we have and how far away they live. This week, I had an email from Jamie in Australia, Australia thanking Cassie and Leah for the great show on asthma. And it was a great show. It was a are, fantastic show. Yes, and they're actually going to finish up that topic on a future show coming up. Jamie has been associated with the Asthma Foundation of New South Wales, Australia, since her brother died of an asthma attack in 1986 at the age of 22. And we really do appreciate the emails to let us know who's listening. And interesting, I thought this was fantastic. These both came on the same day. I also received an email from a soldier currently deployed to Afghanistan asking what he should eat to avoid this extreme fatigue he was having, and he was also experiencing a lot of weight loss. So we're going to certainly answer both of these emails, and we really appreciate the opportunity to make a difference in the lives of so many people. I'm really proud to be influencing the nutritional habits of so many people today. Emails from listeners like these make me realize why we all work so hard to make Dishing Up Nutrition a quality show with information that really makes a difference in people's lives. And today we have a great show planned. The topic is one that is affecting over one-third of the population, obesity. Today we are recognizing and addressing obesity as a chronic disease, which is interesting. So let's welcome Wendy Kate's Dancer as our co-host, Wendy is a registered nurse, a nutrition educator, and a counselor, and has lost over fifty five pounds. Now, the nice thing is about this is you're beating the odds, Wendy, because <clears throat> I you, am. You have maintained this weight loss for over eight years. So she really Wendy has a lot of wisdom and understanding about obesity as a chronic disease and how to deal with this chronic condition, don't you? Yes, I do. I have a lot of understanding, very
2: personal. And I have to say, uh, addressing any weight problem, especially obesity, is much more complex than counting points, because I did that many times.
1: (laughs) It is much more complex. Yes,
2: Uh, And we also know and believe that someone with obesity does not lack willpower. No. They are not weak-willed, as they have been told in the past. And I remember, Dar, um, eight years ago, almost nine now, Mm -hmm. uh, years ago, when I came in to see you. And you sat down with me, and I had taken the uh, Jump Start Your Metabolism class like three months earlier.
1: Which you're going to teach today. Which
2: I'm going to teach today. It's my favorite class. We'll talk about that later. But you said to me that it's not your fault. And you looked at me and said, this is really hard for you, isn't it? I mean, it was the first time that anybody acknowledged my struggle. You know, that started when I uh, became a sugar addict at the age of six, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and you said to me, it's not your fault and you're really swimming upstream here. This is really hard for you. And you just saying that to me just made all the difference in the world. Uh, For me, And so now every time I sit down with people, every time I teach a class, that's the first words out of my mouth. Look, it's not your fault. We're going to look at the imbalance in your body. We're going to look at the biochemistry of why this is happening.
0: If
1: I could just remember all the things that I've said. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So
2: so I want everybody out there to know if you uh, have an obesity issue uh, or are overweight, it's not your fault. You're not weak-willed. Uh, you don't lack willpower, like you've been told. I have found to lose weight and maintain that weight f- for years, or even for life, takes a lot of <laughs> nutritional knowledge. It does. I took the weight and wellness class uh, six, uh, six or eight times. Again, I lost count. But it was uh-huh. that important to me to, uh, you know, to find my imbalances and to understand them.
1: Well, I think that's a good point, Wendy, because it's more than just hearing the. Research or hearing the words, it's really understanding how that part affects each person. And that's why sometimes people have to take our classes over and over because they hear it differently and then they start to identify with that fact and that makes a difference with how they are able to change their eating exactly. habits.
2: Exactly. Or you can see and hear, and then all of a sudden a light bulb goes off. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's just like, and, and, you know, Dar, I've been teaching these classes for, uh, you know, eight years. Right. And, uh, I look at the, you know, for years and I'm a nurse. I mean, I understand the human body, <laughs> but I look at the slide and go, Oh my gosh. I mean, something else Comes there's that that there's so much information something else jumps off the slide exactly you know and I used to say this is just like reading the Bible you know you don't see this and then all of a sudden when you need it or when it speaks to you it jumps off the page and that's how rich our classes are I mean that's how one you know what what wonderful information there is I mean I don't see why anybody wouldn't want to take them. <laughs> <laughs> and, over and over again, but it it's uh it's it's so wonderful to have the knowledge and the support and also know not that not that that is a magic bullet. Just no. knowing why, no. because we have to put all those things in place. We do. don't we right? Which is why it was so wonderful for me to have a consultation. Mm-hmm. You know, I took the Jump Start Your Metabolism class. I stopped drinking diet pop,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, which really helped. But then it wasn't until I came in to see you and we put all the pieces together that I was really able to move way beyond that and get rid of my cravings and my heartburn and actually get some energy so I could stay on the program. <laughs> all right. So, uh, on a daily basis, to maintain my weight loss, I apply this knowledge to how I think about food, which then determines what foods I eat, what foods I choose. Counting points simply is not a permanent solution. Neither is five shakes a day or replacing meals with cereal. I just thought it was
1: five shakes a day. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, if it was as simple as having five shakes a day, we, there wouldn't be 67% of the population would not be overweight. Wait, you know, obesity is really a chronic disease And people really need ongoing treatment as they do for any other chronic disease. And I think when everyone starts to believe this and accept and understand that obesity is really a chronic disease, then maybe people will start to realize that these quick-fix diets are not the answer. Yeah,
2: not only are they not the answer, they really uh, harm our bodies. I mean, I did that. For years.
1: Yes. And, and I, I, we're seeing more and more of that coming out in the research now, actually, that the quick fix changes, even changes your, more than changes your metabolism. Exactly. It changes how your body functions. functions. Yeah, right. how your muscle cells communicate. Right. Yeah. It's
2: kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we haven't even talked about what that does to your brain. I mean, do you know yes, what I mean? That's it's right. It's like, oh. So what is... The definition of chronic illness, one that lasts three months or longer. Guess what? Many people's chronic disease has lasted more than 25 years, a lot longer than three months. Most people don't view or treat their weight problem as a chronic condition.
1: No, they don't. They just, you know, they look at it, you know, as just... They follow something, well, I'm going to lose 10 pounds or I'm going to lose 30 pounds. And they or I can't on- fit into my dress. Yeah. You know, that's how they look
2: at their weight. It's just an anno- kind of an annoyance because I want to look good in the mirror. I want to fit into that size tanner. Right. 8. Exactly. So, yeah. So, go ahead. Rather than look uh, at the cosmetic issue mm-hmm. that could be fixed with enough willpower and one size fits all diet hmm. That makes me think of Weight Watchers. Yes. And I think that has been a typical fix for many. Mm-hmm. That approach only makes the problem worse. Um, they lose and then they gain more weight. Yes, then they actually lost in the first place. And each time they rejoin, they weigh more and more. You know, and it's time to take a break. Oh, I hate to cut you off, but okay. I'm getting the signal here. Okay. So I want everybody to know you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And do you know that in <clears throat> in the state of Georgia, there's a big TV campaign playing to combat childhood obesity? This controversial public health announcement was created and paid for by the Children's Health Care of Atlantis Strong for Life. Why? Because 40% of children in Georgia, wow. yes, 40%. you heard that right, 40% of children in Georgia are considered obese, and an estimated 1 million children in Georgia are now overweight. That represents a lot of children, these children who will soon be adults with chronic illness. It is time to find a solution and to stop blaming the victim and teach some correct nutrition. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition questions for us today, 651-641-1071.
0: If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low-carb or low-fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering MyTalk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock-full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this, and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight & Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight & Wellness, call 651-699-3438.
1: Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, next week we will be teaching several jumpstart Your Metabolism classes. Uh, Monday night, January 9th in St. Paul and in Wayzata, both on January 9th. Wednesday night, January 11th in North Oaks. And this two-hour class is only $25, so it's great information. It's a good place to get started on your weight loss path. And I can definitely attest to that.
2: That's where I started nine years ago. And I also want to mention, Dar, that um, I know that we're doing this next week, too. Mm -hmm. But I'm actually doing this right after the radio radio show.
1: And where are you doing
2: that? At 1030 in North Oaks. Uh, We still have a few spots left. So if anybody wants to join me, I'd love to see you. Uh, Just call our office at 651 699 three eight and register for that class.
1: Okay. We're gonna so, have
2: a lot of fun too.
1: Oh always oh, when you're teaching. That's no you know, we know that. <laughs> so so before we went on break, we were starting to talking about Quick fixes, we were talking about points and all those things. Well, uh,
2: yeah, and we were talking about drinking five shakes a day yeah. or doing drastic diets or counting points. And, the th- you know, I really th- believe what we want our listeners to wrap their head around today is that obesity, even being 30 pounds, 20 pounds overweight, really is a chronic health condition.
1: Yes, so an interesting article that I was reading that got forwarded by my son, Corey, because he was digging around, found some things. So here, it was a recent in, interview. And this article is talking about a recent interview by the new CEO of Weight Watchers, and his name is David Kirchhoff. Um, and he was looking at their program, and he said, because it showed a picture of him, and he's lost 35 pounds. Oh, good. And he said, I couldn't understand how they could have a system, which means the Weight Watcher system, that an apple and a cookie are the same points. What and, would you choose? <laughs> <laughs> you know, one full of nutrients and the other overflowing with sugar. So maybe the point system has some flaws. Maybe it <laughs> does.
2: And uh, I think this is kind of cute because at the office the other day, uh, we were. Somebody mentioned Weight Watchers and they said, oh, yeah, it works really great. Mm -hmm. All six times that I did it. (laughs) Right. For me, it was like nine or 11. I lost count. You know, you again, like we talked about before break, you go, you count points, you lose weight and then you put it right back on again.
1: But you don't gain that understanding that changes your thoughts about food. You don't gain
2: the understanding of the difference between a cookie. You know, for me, yes. that was disaster. Yes. With my sugar addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't I, I should never Ever choose a cookie. I always <laughs> need the
1: apple. <laughs> you know, back in the early 70s, 14% of the adult population was considered obese. Now, today, 34%. So let's kind of take a look at what's happened to our nutrition during these last 40 years and look at some possible problems, and maybe we could look at some possible solutions. Mm-hmm. What has happened, Really?
2: What has happened, really? The solution for me and what I teach others is to shift, please shift from processed carbohydrates to vegetable carbohydrates. I eat vegetables all the time. Plus, I cook them in butter or olive oil. I never forget, Dar, maybe you forgot you said this, too. (laughs) But it's like the reason people don't eat vegetables is because they don't Tastes good without butter on huh? That's
1: right. <laughs> I do remember that one. <laughs> you know, some other bad nutrition advice that has led to an increase in obesity was to convince people to eat low-fat or fat-free. And, you know, when people eat low-fat, fat-free, they're hungry all the time. So they just eat more processed carbohydrates.
2: And then they become more hungry yes. as they... Put themselves on the blood sugar roller coaster, right? Yes. Even researcher Dr. Frank Hugh from the Harvard School of Public Health said that when people reduce fat, they over consume carbohydrates and sugar. He views this shift to low fat and high carbohydrate eating as perhaps being the biggest health problem in America today. And we would agree, wouldn't we,
1: Dar? We would. And that's a huge statement by Dr. Hugh. I mean, this is... not it? It's amazing. Yes. I think more researchers are catching on. So honestly, if you're struggling with 30, 40, 50, 60, or more pounds, you know, I would recommend looking at the number of carbohydrates you're eating. You know, most people average... Two hundred and fifty to three hundred grams of carbs per day. At Weight and Wellness, we recommend cutting that in half or less. You know, maybe a 100, 125. And our friend Dr. Walter Willett, we always talk about. Walter. We do, don't we? <laughs> He's Walter. The, he is the chairman of the nutrition at, at uh, the, uh, of the, the Department of Nutrition. I'm get there at Harvard School of Public Health. And he said, if Americans eliminated sugary beverages, pop and juice, potatoes, white bread, pasta, white rice, and sugary snacks, we would wipe out almost all the problems we have with weight and diabetes and other metabolic diseases. Isn't that amazing?
2: That is amazing. So
1: all we have to do is give up pop, potatoes, like white potatoes. White bread. White bread, pasta, rice, white rice, and you know sugary snacks well that takes it a lot
2: <laughs> it does <laughs> doesn't it that's the
1: cookies and the muffins and the candy bars and the oh well you we know go on and dar and
2: it's even the cereal you know just like we tell show people in yes. our class look this is how much sugar this cereal turns into in your bloodstream in your body and, and they're keep, shocked they're shocked they're amazed so and also researchers point out obesity Increases, an increase twenty percent, when people started to follow. Guess what I'm going to say? The USDA pyramid. People started eating more and more refined carbohydrates because that's what they were told. They They were told
1: total is going to help them.
2: Right. I have learned over the past eight years that I am very carbohydrate sensitive. If I eat pasta, bread bagels, pizza, muffin, or cookies, I simply can't stop eating them. This is a common problem for most people with this chronic disease called obesity.
1: So it isn't uncommon not to be able to stop, is it, with these things? not at all. It is a very...
2: Huh. And, and again, as I learned from you, Dar, it wasn't a lack of willpower. Oh, no. It wasn't a lack of self discipline. It was actually uh, the reason you do that is a biochemical reaction in your body. Your blood sugar drops and you have a craving. Yes.
1: Well, you know, you think about when they say weak will, do you think how many people, I mean, just think of the willpower it takes to live on a 500 or 600 or 700 oh my calorie gosh. diet. Day after day after day, that's a lot of willpower. You know, almost every client I've consulted individually, or, you know, they that that they are eating these processed carbohydrates, they just can't stop eating them. I mean, it isn't uncommon. You know, even Wendy, I don't know if you ever heard this one from your mother, but even my mother knew over fifty years ago that if you ate bread and White potatoes and pasta, it would turn into body fat. I mean, she, you know, and I think people back in the 40s kind of knew this. So it really is no real surprise that when people started following the food pyramid, that it put the pounds on everyone.
2: Yes, Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's already time for another break. Oh, my gosh. You are it listening. Goes fast. Doesn't that go fast? You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you've decided to lose weight this year, if that's one of your resolutions, let me introduce you to a great new plan called Nutrition for Weight Loss. Not a fancy name, but the name does describe our plan. This nutrition plan will help boost your metabolism and conquer your cravings, which is the most important thing. This plan includes both classes. And individual counseling, the best of both of our services. We have classes starting in St. Paul, in North Oaks, Wyzetta, Andover, Chanhassen, and Lakeville the week of January 16th. Uh, 12 one hour classes and two hours of nutritional counseling with a licensed dietitian or nutritionist. Total cost. $399. $399. That's a lot cheaper than a lot of those programs out there. Not Some 4, that 000. are $4,000, 6000 yeah. Sign up, and we'd love for you to come and join us. Um, our phone number at the office is 651-699-3438. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition.
1: Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition I want to invite you to listen to Dishing Up Nutrition next week to learn about the new science of weight loss. You know, we have a special guest, Nell Calls. In fact, you probably just heard Very her voice. Very special guest. She's lost 90 pounds, and she's going to share her success story. So I think Nell really understands so clearly the, the con- conquering of this chronic disease obesity and it takes a lot more than just counting points. It takes a lot of knowledge and support and just ongoing. It's a, it's ongoing treatment. So she's always fun to listen to.
2: She always. is, isn't she? And she's so passionate and generous with the, you know, I see her in our weight loss classes all the time telling her story and it's not, it was not at all a quick fix for her, was it? Oh, no,
1: no, no. And it isn't a quick fix on a daily basis for her. It takes that knowledge and its support and reminder. And so if you have questions for us today, call us at 651-641-1071 and Wendy, when before we went on break, we were talking about some of the possible reasons that people have gained weight over the last forty, 40 years. years. You know, it's gone from fourteen percent up to thirty-four percent, and we talked about the food pyramid. And so, let's continue that discussion and talk about right. some of the other things that have caused us. As a population to gain weight.
2: That's right. We talked about the the food pyramid, which was very, very heavy on the grains and processed carbs, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We talked about the fact that eating a low-carb diet has you reaching for, again, more processed carbohydrates.
1: High-carb. You just said low-carb.
2: Oh, I did. You meant to say low-fat. I meant to say low-fat diet. Yes. um, (laughs) Leads you to eat more high-processed carbohydrates. See, I'm actually listening <laughs> carefully to you. <laughs> so today the average Americans eat four servings of, of fast food French fries weekly. This is a lot of trans fats and sugar from the potatoes.
1: And I think that's a new concept or thought for people. They don't they know potatoes are starch, but they don't realize when they're taking in two potatoes, two potato French fries, I mean two French fries. That they're taking in two teaspoons of sugar. Right. Or no, one teaspoon. I go, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to over... One, <laughs> ah, we're going to get this right, Dar. okay? It's two like, French fries, one, tea one teaspoon of, of sugar. But a ton That's of right. trans fats. Right. Very, very damaging for our bodies. Right. So another question, you know, we have, we, we've gotten rid of the food pyramid, but now we have the new plate. So is that any better? I don't think so. Because it's... When you count up the carbs on that, it's 275 grams of carbs per day, which really means that you're eating about 68 teaspoons of sugar on a daily basis. You know, you can't lose weight or you can't even maintain your weight on 68 teaspoons of sugar. You can't maintain your health. No, absolutely not. And, you know, you would have to, if you're eating 68 teaspoons of sugar. Right. You'd have to be like Kristen in our office that runs marathons (laughs) all the time. Only she'd have to run them every day. Right. (laughs) Right. At least
2: once a week. Right, Dar? It's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. 68 teaspoons of sugar. It's a, uh, again, this is one of the things that we teach and show people. Mm -hmm. This is actually what you're eating. And then light bulbs go off. And I don't believe anyone wants to be overweight. Oh, I don't think so. But for some reason, there seems to be a disconnect between the problem and the solution. Should we take a call?
1: Oh, sure. That's fine. Yep.
2: Lynn, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition.
3: Hi. Good morning. Good Good morning. morning. Um, I wanted to ask um, about this and then maybe ask a follow-up question afterwards depending on how the answer is. But what are the true differences as far as the diet's concerned with labels I see that say high-fructose corn syrup, other ones say corn syrup, and then where does corn starch fit into all that in the diet?
1: Okay, the corn high-fructose corn syrup and corn syrup is exactly the same thing. Okay. The high fr- the corn syrup industry, is tr- w- w- they know that people are on to so that this isn't healthy, so they're changing that so that they can slide it in, basically. I just read this this week. So... When do you have more to add to that? Um,
2: no, I I don't. I mean, I absolutely agree okay. with you. I don't and think there's any difference between high fructose corn syrup and corn syrup. It is th- it is the same.
1: And then how you talked about corn starch, right? What is it? The corn starch that you're talking about that is like a thickening that you use yeah, sometimes, something like that. I, I think you know because you don't use that very often, and that's, that that oh. should be fine. Sure. So but again,
2: and, and you just need to know that that is, uh, you know, processed and would be higher in carbs if you're using a lot of it. But again, uh, are they putting that in, are you reading that in products, Lynn?
3: The corn syrups? No, the, the corn starch. No, I was curious about that because of well, my doctor's concern I might have a um, a gluten sensitivity. Yes. Oh, got sure it. But not sure yet. Yeah. And so because he wanted me to eat more. Of the potatoes and the rice,s and get away from the wheats. And he said any potatoes and any rice. But I'm kind of aware that you know the uh, white potatoes and the white rice probably aren't as good for me as other things. But he said to go ahead and eat any of them.
1: Well, I think what you you have to decide what you're trying to accomplish, and right. you know maybe a half a cup of potato would be just fine, or a half a cup of rice. But if you start going over that, then you're getting too much sugar and processed carbs. Right. I mean, you're getting too many carbohydrates. They're not processed, but they're just too high in carbs for well, most yeah, people these days.
3: With the um, with the high fructose corn syrup, and you've got teenagers who are just kind of grown up on Pop Wars. When I was a kid, it was a treat.
2: How That's do you right.
3: wean them away from all that? Or you just have to say no, but then when, the more you say no, the more they want it.
1: Well... I, I, you know, I, I depending on how old and are you in, are you in control of what is brought into the house, mm-hmm. or do they still have money and they're going to go and hit the vending well, machines a and buy? Teenager
3: who gets sometimes gets his own money, so it's I'm trying to educate him. Well,
1: I think you then you have to, um, you know, you know sometimes we're teaching a class for young adults, nutrition right. for young adults, and so sometimes sitting in a class with, not mom teaching them another person. Good they idea. look at it and say, Oh, they look at the amount of sugar, like 17 teaspoons of sugar in pop, and they we show them that. And they say, Oh, well, then I'm not going to be able to compete in my sports like I should be able to. And then they, sh- they make those changes. Oh. So well, it's an good. intellectual understanding that changes behavior. Okay. Fantastic.
3: Well, thanks for your time. Oh, yeah.
1: thanks for your questions.
2: Great questions. Dar, we have Thank more you. callers. Okay. Cheryl, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Hi. Did you have a question for us or a comment?
3: Yes. Um, Yesterday I was um, studying the benefits of beans. Mm -hmm. I saw an article that said um, garbanzo beans are awesome. So I'm looking at different dips that you can make. Sure. It said to add red peppers because something in red peppers helps you absorb the proteins in the beans. I was wondering if you know what that is.
1: You know we don't. I don't know what the ingredient would be. It has to be a bioflavonoid, I would think. But you know, from a health point of view, red peppers are great. Yes. And garbanzo beans are great. And so, if you make a dip with some olive oil, yeah, you got you've got a great kind of dip for whatever. As long as you're not using crackers to, you know, if (laughs) you're lots of crackers, you're you're dipping celery and carrots, and then. Then and you peppers. Have something going. Good. Right. Yes.
2: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, good. Yeah. Great question. And thanks for looking at uh, articles and recipes that provide nutrients for your body. Yeah. That's Trying great. to make those changes. Good. Okay, Cheryl. <laughs> keep working on it. Thank you. It's not, a, and again, it's not a quick fix, is it? It takes a lot of time and intention to no, do that. No,
3: it, it takes some studying and, and it does. learning what you like and what you can do. That's exactly. right.
2: Okay, Cheryl. Thank you. And good luck now.
3: Thank you. Okay. And And we have
2: another caller. Okay. Julie, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition.
3: Thanks. I really appreciate it. Hey, I'm wondering, my husband's family has quite a bit of celiac um, among a number of the members. And one of the comments I've heard them say is that celiac creates the need to eat a really unhealthy diet. And I know you guys talk about gluten-free quite a bit. Yep. So what what are the things a person with celiac can eat? And
1: um, follow your principles. Well, I mean, I think, first of all, uh, you know, they probably have been nutrient deficient for a number of years. And really high in nutrients is animal protein. It's amazing. So they need animal protein through the day, you you know, two to four ounces several times a day. And the other thing that they really need to heal their intestinal tract is beneficial fat. So the olive oil, the avocados, you know, those kinds of things. Um, Often I recommend not eating peanuts or peanut butter because there seems to be a connection that some people with gluten sensitivities are also sensitive to peanuts and peanut butter. So and then, you know, the other for carbohydrates, you know, good vegetables. I mean, that's a lot of vegetables. And not going into the processed uh, gluten-free products, because basically they just turn into sugar, most of them, because they're, you know, often they're rice-based. and Potato starch, rice. So we direct people more to, like, what the lady, the lady just, the caller before, garbanzo beans, beans, black beans, you know, those kinds of carbohydrates are great, and then into you know like sweet potatoes squash those kinds of things okay that well, makes sense was that helpful or?
3: <laughs> yeah that's very helpful because i think what i'm hearing is the confirmation that the, the general eating patterns that you recommend are the same you know you need yes. to avoid
2: yeah exactly and a, the yeah the key is to avoid the processed foods okay always excellent okay yeah. thank, thank you, you so much yeah, thank that's you that's a great question It was a wonderful question um thank you julie You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. It's time for another break. At this time of year, we are always asked, what supplements should I take? My first answer is always omega-3 fish oil.
1: Yes, definitely.
2: And then I recommend adding bifidobacteria and glutamine for better digestion and protection from viruses and bacterial infections. And my fourth supplement is that you must take, that everybody I think should be on, is magnesium. If you struggle with constipation, I would suggest mix magnesium. And for sleep, I recommend magnesium glycinate. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition.
1: Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, January is always a time to reflect and decide what you've learned last year and what do you need to learn this year. What good habits you established last year and what habits are holding you back? Take time to evaluate your energy, your pain level, your mood, and ask yourself, am I able to be positive and productive most days? You know, as I grow older each year, I appreciate more and more the benefits I've received from good nutrition, and I can't say that enough. You know, I really, I want to share the power of nutrition with each person listening here. And so and so I really thank everyone that listens to us and shares our show with other people because I know and I believe that good nutrition is truly the answer for everyone.
2: Especially those chronic conditions that um, the medical community seems to be not only frustrated with, but really unable to help most of us. Right, pills right. don't
1: are not the answer. It they, is they really what you're aren't. putting in your mouth they on aren't. a daily are basis. They? Yeah, hour so, and daily and weekly and every time we open our mouth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Every time we open our mouth. Okay, so um,
1: we got some callers. We're
2: gonna take another caller Okay, I, I was everything is blinking over here. I did make sure I got the right line. Okay, Sherry.
0: <laughs> Good
2: morning. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition.
0: Good morning, ladies.
2: Did you did you have a, a comment for us or a question?
0: Well, I did. I was just um, first of all, I want to say thanks so much for doing the, uh, this show. I love that you guys um, do this. Thank you. So you're welcome. I just wanted to comment to the lady
3: that was asking about making a spread with chickpeas and peppers. Yes. Um, I would say to enhance that even further, instead of using olive oil, if she would use a fat. From a whole food like um, ground sesame seeds, which would, you know, you could buy a tahini. Sure. Or you, you could throw in a little avocado and it would give that smoothness and fullness to oil would, but less processing, more nutrition.
1: You're good. And we, if it's
3: too thick, she could water it down with a little vegetable broth.
2: Yes. Perfect. Sherry, great. Thank you. Nutrition, great, nutrition, nutrition, nutrition. That's great. Good. Thank
1: That's you for right. the call. Have a great day. Yeah, yeah
2: you too. too. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. Isn't that wonderful? People are thinking, let's yeah, that's, let's eat that's great. nutritionally. Yeah.
1: You know, Wendy, we you know because we've been talking about cro- obesity as a chronic disease, and we're talking about so, okay, why, why are the people not saying okay, we have got to look at this long term, right? And I think maybe people have just gotten discouraged because <clears throat> you know every plan they've tried in the past has failed them. That's right. And I'm saying the plan the has, plan, plan failed, has failed them. them. You know, I believe they blame themselves and not the plan. That's right. And we think they should...
2: That's wrong. Mm -hmm. Of course, it is impossible to stick to a low-calorie, low-fat starvation plan. Who could? I couldn't. No.
1: You know, individuals and families need basic nutrition education to overcome this obesity issue. It's like the lady that called in with the kids that are drinking pop. You know, they need the education. So it makes so much sense. But I see people are still resisting. So I think, why? Maybe it is, again, a fear of failure. Or maybe it's a fear of giving up sugar. Or perhaps it's a fear of spending money on a program. And then they think they're just going to fail again. There has to be some fear element in this. Right. Well, and
2: again, I think people just um, are sick and tired. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree, Dart. There seems to be an element of fear because, again, we know no one wants to be overweight, and they certainly don't want to be feeding their kids to become overweight.
1: Oh, absolutely. So most people, if they have cancer as a chronic disease, they seek treatment. That's correct. You know, they're fearful, true, but they move forward and they seek treatment. Obesity is a chronic disease that needs treatment. Treatment is learning to follow the correct nutrition plan for their body. And I believe some of the so-called experts in nutrition have confused people with false or inaccurate information, which has resulted in dieting failures and creating more fear and resistance. Over
2: and over and over again. Absolutely. When you are looking for a program to address your personal weight problems, here are some questions to ask. Does the plan teach you to eat real food? That's number 1. Number 1, yes. Does the plan provide you with at least 100 grams of protein? And we know how port- important that is. And, and we would say we want that protein to come from animal protein. Yes. Does the plan teach you which fats to eat and, and which, which ones, ones to, to avoid.
1: avoid? Yes. We you know, and does the plan teach you why diet soda slows metabolism? Hello. Yes. <laughs> and does the plan recommend and teach you to choose vegetable carbohydrates over grains and such as breads, pasta and cereals? Uh-huh. Is
2: the plan based on shakes and bars, processed fake foods? Not so good then, is it? No. Is the program owned? Oh, there's a good one. <laughs> By a food company with the bottom line of selling food.
1: So, and then, is it based on current research? You know, I think that's important. you got to stay with the things that are coming out.
2: Right, and so, again, current research. Listen to our show next week. Yes. For current research. Does the plan provide, and this is so important, too, does it provide education support. You don't, and I'm not talking support like being put on a scale and having someone roll their eyes because you haven't lost any weight. (laughs) That's not support, is it? That's called a,
1: no, (laughs) it's called abuse. That's
2: called discouraging. (laughs) That's what that's called. So does the plan provide education and support?
1: And here is an interesting one, I think, is does the program share the cost of the plan on the phone? Right. We do. Yes, we do. And, you know, if you can't call up and say, okay, what is it going to cost me? And they're going to say, well, no, you have to come in and we can't tell you on the the phone. Then Mm. you have to be, okay, I don't think that uh, this is going to be something that's going to create You know, help me deal with my chronic disease of obesity.
2: Well, and here's one, too, that, you know, that I've heard, you know, just clicking into advertisements. Mm -hmm. And we have real nurses. Mm -hmm. You know, yet I've talked to the people that have gone to those programs that have had real nurses. And, you know, as a nurse, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that that's very awful that they do that.
1: Because they just have a white coat on.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. and they they really haven't studied the basis of nutrition. Yes. You know, they haven't.
1: So, you know, be careful in choosing a weight loss plan.
2: Please you know, be careful.
1: You know, we believe the best plan and the best solution to your weight problems is to have a really sound program. You know, I you know, I have to tell you. We have the best nutritionists, the dietitians, nurses, nutrition educators providing Really well researched information, and they provide the support because everybody's been to that level where they need to eat better and to change their life. And you know, um, it's so interesting, there's no one in the back room drinking Diet Pop (laughs) at our staff. And everyone is cooking and making their own lunches. I mean, it's just such a different.
2: Right. And we, uh, a different atmosphere. And when I actually said to one of my clients who uh, I was sitting down with this week, you know, it's like, this is why I work here. Mm -hmm. You know, for myself to keep me on the program day after day after day and to see the difference that it makes in people's lives. It's it's tremendous. So um, and one of our colleagues, Dar, came back from Christmas going, I've got to get back here. This is where I get my support. (laughs) My family is crazy because they don't have any nutrients in their brain. (laughs) So what do we want to say today to those people that might be afraid to pick up the phone and call us or, uh, you know, come to one of our classes because they don't want to fail one more time?
1: Well, you know, that's why we offer our Jump Start Your Metabolism classes all over the Twin City area, because if they're kind of have some fear, first of all, it's not going to cost very much two hours of their time. Right and only $25, and they're going to really hear and see what we believe, and that's a very beginning. And very sound information.
2: I mean, Dar, you read research all the time. And we also look at people that, you know, are very successful in the industry, which we are, you Mm -hmm. know. So come and join us. Our program is different.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, Wendy, thank you. It's
2: been great, Dar, and... uh, Everybody, please listen next week as we continue our conversation about weight loss and the science behind it. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.
0: The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.